After researching and concluding my findings on the three cults that I studied, Heaven's Gate, Warren Jeff's Fundamentalist Church, and the Branch Davidians, I am going to be summarizing and finalizing my findings on the biblical interpretations and philosophies of religious cults. And I did notice some similarities. For example, they all come they're all extreme religious factions. They're branches off of major denominations such as the Mormons or the Seventh day Adventists. They all engage in legal behavior and they all thrive off of emotional control. But those are just some basic similarities. But I think one verse that I believe deeply concludes all of them is Matthew 6, 1-4, through 4, and it says, Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in synagogues and in the streets, and they may be praised by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. So that your giving may be in secret, and your father who sees in secret will reward you. Like it was mentioned in the verse, most of these cult leaders were simply doing things to get reactions out of others. So it would lead to their submission and would feed into their desire for power and control. This desire for power and control was often achieved through emotional relationships by the leaders of these cults. Whether it was obtained through the uniting through suffering, uniting through marital relationships, uniting through the th- <clears throat> sorry, uniting through the fear of the outside world, these religious cults use emotion and personal conviction of their members combined with their self-given power that they cite the Bible for to twist their members into fulfilling their personal desires. These leaders grant themselves with the sole right to interpret the Bible and place themselves at this God level. And even though their actions do not corroborate with the Bible, because of this authority they give themselves, they're basically able to extend the Bible in a way. And also, these leaders, they really rely on emotional and kind of like emotional reactions out of the members. Other than true faith and commitment to God, they're more relying on their kind of humanitarian response rather than their actual connection to God anyway. James 1, 19-20 says, Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. And again, that just reiterates that these relationships, these emotional responses that these people are having out of fear out of pressure this really isn't faith and even though they're practicing these religious you know rituals and behaviors these people they don't have faith in god they're not having this relationship with god they're kind of just doing ritualistic and superstitious and submissive actions and that is something that i also realized whenever I was analyzing the behaviors and the philosophies of these leaders especially, I noticed that all these leaders have these insane overcoming stories of the experience, extremely difficult periods of their lives or depressive states, 
you know, David Koresh was jobless and was unsuccessful and violent. And Warren Jeff's father was extremely ill in years prior to his succession, which took a toll on him. And Marshall Applewhite was quite frankly distressed and depressed before he started discovering mysticism and became a part of the leader of Heaven's Gate. And while their stories are inspiring, they give, they serve only, uh, they didn't come from, they, their bounce back or their happiness or satisfaction didn't really come from their faith. They came from them making their cults because these people weren't satisfied until they made their cult and began to thrive off of the power and the submission from others because these men did not become happy or successful when they found God. That's the message they preached to their followers. They really became happy when they usurped the power and manipulated large groups of people. These members kept waiting and waiting and waiting for this happiness and contentness of their leaders, but it never came to them, which I believe other than, of course, the manipulation, the fear of leaving, the fear of all they ever known being gone, I think this is the real reason why they want to stay. They're waiting for this revelation from God that they see through their mem- their leaders. They're waiting for this re- relationship with God to suddenly turn their life around and be placed at their feet. Because that's what these leaders are making it seem like, that they're only happy because of this relationship with God that they don't really have a relationship but somehow they do because it it really doesn't make when you're looking at it from the outside it just doesn't make sense why these people would you know think that just because they do these things that it takes the place of having a relationship with God because it really doesn't but at the end of the day People want to be happy. People want to be content. People want to be fulfilled in their lives, which leads to my ultimate philosophy of why I believe people join cults and why there is people think there, there is a need for cults. The big appeal of cults comes from these huge success stories of their leaders. And while the need to stay in cults comes from the manipulation and twisting of the Bible to grant authority for all members, People come from the marketing, so to speak, that these leaders have, and they market with their lives. And while it is tragic and completely one-sided benefit, these leaders are sociopathic and absolutely thrive and uh, gain satisfaction off of the manipulation of others. These people come to help themselves, like they see their leaders helping themselves, but they really don't end up happy. Their leader is the only one that ends up happy. And Second Peter 2.1 says, but false prophets also arose among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you who will be secretly bringing destructive heresies, even denying the master who brought them, bringing up themselves swift destruction. While these religious cults, seemingly made with good intentions, are simply a humanitarian trap for the leader to gain satisfaction through the power and manipulation of people while holding a biblical or Christian-seeming front. Members are being baited with the hopes of having a complete turnaround from their struggles with faith. And even though this isn't even biblical in itself, because the Bible mentioned several times that as a Christian, you still have struggles. But even if that wasn't true, people believe that this joining a cult will completely turn around their lives. And they remain these cults due to emotional dependence, fear of outside world, fear of aloneness. And this is all derived from manipulation. 
When deeply observing the relationship between biblical texts and the actions and behaviors of the members of cults, it is clear the two do not coincide with each other. Emmy's religious radical cults are definitely certainly religious, but are most definitely not Christian.